I just want to talk briefly about what happened to uh, Olympia competitor Nick Walker this week. He had to pull out of the show, and not so much about like the the intricate details of how it happened or why this could have happened and all this bullshit. It doesn't really matter. What matters is this is life, and when you're taking big risks like Nick is, and he's betting everything on this one show, um, these things happen, and these injuries can happen to any of us. These hamstring injuries, they're brutal. You ever went through one of them? They're fucking brutal. When I tore my pack, brutal. This whole side of my body was just, like, useless. It literally was useless. And it was all black and blue. It was all swollen. It was disgusting. Very similar to what Nick's leg looked like. Just but imagine that on your arm and your chest and your back, your stomach. All the blood starts to, you know, come to the surface after you tear something. And that's all the bruising is. The bruising makes things look a lot worse. Don't get me wrong. That thing is throbbing and hurting. And the other leg, especially because your leg is overcompensating for the one leg, not being able to do what it's supposed to do. So then it throws off your entire, like, equilibrium and your balance is off. And it just, it sucks when you hurt your leg. Definitely way more in your upper body because you're walking on your leg. And uh, it becomes very painful. You got to keep your foot elevated as much as possible. But all that crap doesn't matter. What matters is talking about people who take risks like this. Most of the time it ends up good, right? This usually doesn't happen to us when we're controlled and we're very precise, we're chasing perfection, we're monitoring every little detail. These injuries don't typically happen, but once in a while, these freak accidents happen. And this is just part of the game, guys. This is a sport at the highest level, at least bodybuilding at the highest level. This is no different than a basketball player or a football player or whoever playing in the championship game and fucking tears an Achilles or tears a fucking meniscus or something happens. It can happen to any of us. And like I said, the intricate details don't matter. The fact is he put everything on the line for this one show the entire year, worked hard as he possibly could, and now he can't compete in it. But on the flip side of that, Nick doesn't have an opportunity now the next time he competes to come back even better, to come back from a, you know, a severe injury. So the comeback story is going to be better. More people are going to be invested in Nick Walker's journey now because of what happened. And it really adds... I think it adds some special sauce to it. It's not just another show for Nick. It's not just another show for bodybuilding fans to follow because now Nick has to come back from some really serious injury and show people that he's not a quitter. He doesn't give up because he fe- he faced some adversity. Um, adversity, he, he's like pushing himself no matter what, right? And people love that shit. People love when people fail or get hurt and they come back better next time. So I wish Nick nothing but the best, and he knows that. But I think people get lost in the moment when they see, like, their favorite athlete or bodybuilder or whoever gets injured, and they're like, oh, my God, this is so horrible. It is. It is. Don't get me wrong. It's horrible. But for Nick, this just sets himself up for even having a bigger comeback next time because you you have to think about this, too. Like, Nick is probably... One of, if not the most popular open bodybuilder right now. So these people that follow him already are already into his journey as it is. Now, the people that really weren't Nick's fans, right? Let's say Nick has haters, which everyone does. Those people now are probably invested in Nick's journey because they want to see whether or not the guy they hate or maybe now the guy they love is going to be able to come back from this. 
And that's the cool aspect of this because he probably, Nick doesn't realize this. We all don't realize it yet, but a lot of the people that probably hated him and hated on him, not win it. They don't want to see him win. They don't want to see him place are probably turning a little bit into like Nick fans now because they're like, oh man, I feel bad now. Because anyone that goes through that is watching that, has been through that themselves, is is feeling feeling for that guy, you know? So even some of the people that was not rooting for Nick, they're rooting for other people, they're probably like, oh, wow, I want to see this guy come back. I want to see if he can do it. Or your haters are like, yeah, stay down, motherfucker. We don't want you to win. And they're wishing you never come back. And then when you do come back, well, they're still invested because your haters are more invested in you than your fans are, really. They really are. They watch everything you do. They watch every little mistake you make. They pay attention to every little thing you talk about because they're looking Remember, they're looking and studying everything you do because they want to know when you're going to slip up or if you did slip up or if you said something, you lied or you made a mistake. They're looking at everything with a fucking magnifying glass. And for Nick, this is also a good thing because it creates more excitement around him. People are going to be more invested in his journey, his career now. And when he looks back in hindsight, this is going to be a little blurp in his career, a little blurp, like boop. That's really all it's going to be because Nick is going to be competing for a while. He already has been competing for a good amount of time in a couple of years, right? That's long in bodybuilding. So I just don't think this is going to really affect him in the long, in the big picture, I, should, I guess you could say. Yeah, it sucks right now, but in a couple months, won't even matter. It really won't. It won't matter. And as long as you have that perspective when you're going through these things, these hardships, whatever they are in life, you lose a job, you lose a relationship that you really liked, you have to move, you lost a family member, you lost a favorite pet. You have to understand that life's got to go keep going. We got to just keep moving. We got to keep progressing. We got to look at, okay, what can we do next to make this better? How do I make sure this prevent this from happening again? How do I do better next time? And how do I get better so I can get back to doing what I love? And that's really all Nick has to focus on. And anyone that's going through something like that, this is a lesson for you, just to focus on what you can, control what you can. And really, I mean, hopefully, hopefully, which I don't know, I didn't really talk to Nick yet, but hopefully he knows where and why this happened, or at least understands potentially why it could have happened, because that will definitely give him some reassurance next time he prepares for a show that... Maybe he doesn't do X, Y, and Z because he's worried about injury and he's going to prevent that from happening. Maybe he doesn't put his foot on the gas pedal as much at certain times. Or maybe it was just a complete freak accident. Maybe he was just like taking a shit and he tore his hamstring. <laughs> you know, like these things happen to professional athletes, not just bodybuilders. So it could have happened really anywhere. And I don't really know the particular of it because I didn't talk to him yet about it. I just said my wishes to him and that was it. Because if I was in that moment, I wouldn't want to talk about it. I'm not going to bug someone to talk about that when they're going through that. So I just think, if anything, Nick is going to have a much better career because of this. And I think people are going to like Nick even more because of this. Because they're going to see that Nick doesn't give up because I know he's not going to give up. And they're going to see that he's going to come out of this a better guy, a better bodybuilder with different perspective on things, learned a lot about himself, learned a lot about the people around him that maybe do care for him, that maybe he thought did or did not care for him. 
and um, your support system, you know, like who really gives a fuck. And I think that is some super important stuff as you get older that you really resonate with. And um, in the moment, it's a negative. In the moment, it's a negative. It sucks. Your career is a lot of – and this is the thing I was talking about my wife last night was, you know, it's really not about the placing when it comes to bodybuilding at this level. It's more so can I get my money back that I just spent preparing for this fucking show because it's so damn expensive. And he's probably like kicking himself like, fuck, I just lost a six-figure paycheck to pay for bodybuilding because bodybuilding at that level costs six figures. It does. Between the food, the time, the energy, the drugs, whatever else you got to pay for, it's a six-figure career. And with sponsors or not, you're co- it costs a lot of money to be a bodybuilder. So – Nick is probably just kicking himself over that. Like, he couldn't put that money back in his bank account that he just spent for the year getting ready for this fucking show, right? And I know he's done other shows already this year, but this was still, like, the one that matters the most. But in hindsight, I think he's going to be able to do the Arnold in March. And now there's two Arnolds. We have the UK, and we also have Columbus, the original one. So if anything, Nick can do those two shows, possibly clean up on both of them, at least one of them, make some really good money and hopefully put this Olympia fucking debacle behind them. And then maybe the Olympia should be even earlier next year because, remember, they moved it up from December to to November now, and hopefully it'll be October next year or even possibly September again, maybe, like it originally was. And he can get back on stage even sooner now. So it really won't be that long that he'll be away from the stage because I hope he does the Arnold, which I don't know if he's going to when I really think about it because... He prepped for the Olympia, the Arnold, the Olympia, and now he got injured. Could the injury could have happened from pushing himself too hard for too long? Maybe. I don't know. I don't want to speculate yet because I don't know all the fine details of how it happened or if this was like a thing that was going on for a while that he ignored or was it just a freak thing? I don't know. He might want some downtime. So if he doesn't do these shows, I completely understand the Arnolds I'm talking about and just gets ready for the Olympia next year. But knowing Nick, knowing how competitive he is, I don't think he wants to sit out that long. And, you know, that would be a full year of him sitting out because he did the Arnold in March, right, last year. Well, this year, right now, 2023. If he does it again in 2024, it'll be a full calendar year. But if not, it's a year and a half of not competing. That's a long time. It's a long amount of time. Whether you're a bodybuilder or not, a year and a half of not doing something is a long time. And you get frustrated. You get bored. It gets monotonous. Like, you're just doing the same shit every day. It's like Groundhog Day. You're like, when the fuck do I actually get something out of this? I don't know if he's going to do that. So it's going to be interesting to see what his next move is. If you'll do both of the shows or just one. If I'm Nick, I would do both of them. I mean, you get paid to be a bodybuilder. Do the fucking shows. That's not shot at Nick. I just mean in general. Do the shows if you're a high-level athlete. Do the Arnolds. Do the Olympias every year. Why not? I would. I would just prepare for those two shows every year and make sure I did it no matter what. And maybe another one if I wanted to, like a New York Pro or something for fun because I'm bored. Because, like, why else am I doing all this work if I can't go out and compete? Like, that's the one thing I don't understand. If you're healthy and you're maintaining your health, why not go out and compete and get more fans, 
get more titles, get more money, and and just be out there and and be relevant. I don't understand the point when the guys do one show every like once in a while. It makes no sense to me. But again, um, you guys know now. My partners and I have Vivo Health Solutions. You guys can get your blood work done. We can get you prescribed hormones and peptides if you live in the USA. Fill out the intake form that's under this video. Put my name as a referral. So you and I know you're going to get the best pricing, the no BS pricing if you guys put my name in there. And I promise my staff and I will take care of you. And if you put my name on there and you reach out and I can look at your file much easier and quicker. So if you have any questions about things you're getting prescribed or your blood work, your hormones, just tell me. Because like if you put my name on a referral list, like I said, the pricing and if you need any questions, you have any help, I can find your file so much quicker and easier if you're under my name. So do that. And also don't forget my coaching is available at bodybuildingandbs.com. You guys know I take care of lifestyle, competitors, whoever. So sign up. If you have any questions, you know where to find me. Thanks for listening.